episode, I was starting to wonder if we were ever going to get around to doing. My goodness. No, I, I totally understand. Very busy week, it's, it's, weeks. It's busy weeks, weeks. You know, that's what happens when you, you're like us and you're working men and you've got kids and, and all that sort of stuff. It can, it can get like that kind of, mate. It can, but I have to admit, I went away last weekend for holiday. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, hope you hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was well deserved. You know, we all need them. So you we know, did. I hope it was good for you, mate. So there you go. It was really good, really good. Mike, and you know, like I always, I'm still amazed that when you and I started this this web this little adventure that we were on, yep. that, you know, all right, we sat down and we, we we started going through you know lists of things we would talk about. You know, well, what, mm-hmm. what are we? Because we were like, well, you know, nothing's happening in rock music anymore. So let's talk about the things we like, which is albums that we love and all that. And then all of a sudden, post-pandemic 2022, or not really post-pandemic, but still. And all of a sudden, everything interesting is happening in rock and roll again. Mm, The biggest concerts in the world are rock concerts. You know, the, the most popular TV show in the world. At the moment, Stranger Things relaunches, not that they needed it, but relaunches Kate Bush's <laughs> career and then just makes Metallica bigger and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and more spectacular. And the beautiful thing is both artists have embraced it to their level. Mm. You know, Kate Bush has embraced it in her own way yep. and Metallica have certainly taken it and gone, thank you. And yeah. um, we more than acknowledge it, we embrace it and... Please, everyone, come aboard. Join Metallica. I think I said to you last podcast, I was watching some live stuff, and way James introduces, we are Metallica, you are Metallica. It just yep. makes you feel like, you know, and you will, we'll talk about that. On that soon. note, I about mean, Metallica, though, um, they play, now when they play, in their festivals they're playing currently, when they play Master Puppets, they are using footage of Stranger Things on the oh. big screens. <laughs> And because of, there's another yeah. footage going around of the guy who plays that character. He met Metallica the other day and jammed with them. And they Joseph signed a BC Rich for him. Yeah. So I know it's, it's all in full circle. He's a lucky man. I'll tell you that right now. But yeah, how good oh, is yeah, it? I mean, you said, oh, I'm jealous. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. It, and this has all happened in the last few months. And all of a sudden, mm. because I suppose artists are touring America. At the moment, you know, North America and Europe, because yeah. of summer, they're all getting their tours. People are going out to see them. Yep. Footage is coming through. Oh, hello. I've, it's a nice day. I've got the doors open so you can hear everything. And I just heard somebody drive past with their music loud. And it wasn't music I liked, so there you go. I just <laughs> thought it was a bit loud. That's all. And you can hear the birds chirping. It's a lovely day. It's a lovely day here. Now, nice. one, and, and you can tell by Chris and I here that there's a lot of love in this room because at the moment, for one particular artist, there seems to be a little bit of hate going around. And a this little guy, bit of hate. Man, I this love guy it. is probably the biggest, one of the biggest artists of all time. Mm. Bruce Springsteen. It's been reported that some people say that they're getting charged about four and a half grand to go on, or when they go to purchase the ticket, it comes up with a four and a half grand price tag. Yeah, or whatever it is, to see Bruce Springsteen. Uh, do you understand how the pricing system works, Chris? I'll explain it. Ticketmaster, who very famously 30 years ago, Pearl Jam took on. Mm-hmm. And That's right. Maybe, maybe Pearl Jam had a point as to the way Ticketmaster do, the, do their ticket pricing. Now it's this new algorithm they've got called dynamic pricing, which yeah. basically 
is from what I can understand that when tickets go on sale for a particular artist, I'm sure Bruce probably had tickets in the thousand dollar category. All those big artists now have these, you want to stand right at the front. You got to pay, you know, $500 or more to go see a show. Um, and um, what happened is um, as the more, as demand increases, as more and more people want those particular tickets, it just keeps jacking the price up. Yeah. That is, that can't be legal, Chris. That can't be Can good. It? That's kind of good. No, I hope I not. I don't think it's good for anybody. No, if they did you that know? over here in Australia, it would ruin music, live music, because people wouldn't, 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 what? wouldn't do it. We would stuff you, you know, if that's a bit way um, companies are going to start working. I like yeah. the way if you buy a ticket, it's 80 bucks, great, that's what you're getting. If you're buying a ticket, 500 mm. bucks, that's what you're getting. It shouldn't be a matter of the ball tickets sold, especially quickly. You know, when they sell mm. out really fast, can you imagine sitting there thinking you're going to get a ticket for 300 bucks and you want to get a VIP, whatever it is, close, mm. close to the front? And by the time you actually get on, because the internet's finally working in your area and it's a thousand or two thousand dollars, you'd be like, uh, I'm out, <laughs> you know. I would be, and they wouldn't sell instead of doing if they just did one night and then they have a lot of people wanting to do another night and they normally would put another night on. This would mm. deter people from, from buying a ticket next time. If you do that to me now, then stuff you. If you put a second night <laughs> on, stuff you. I'm not going to go watch you anymore. And that's what I think is really amazing about Bruce Springsteen. Like you said, when you first started talking about it, he's mm. loved by that many, but he is now hated by a lot. <laughs> wow, yeah. yeah. We're, I mean, a lot of the articles that I've um, read and you know, the comments sections, and it's all so, so much for the man of the people, the voice of the yeah. people, yeah. that sort of thing. And yeah, that's to a point, you know, that, that, that is really to a point. But his ticket prices have been going up and up and up. And mm-hmm. the age group is not young people anymore. It's, it's you know, guys our age and, and even older. Yep. We're a bit older. We're supposed to have a bit more disposable income in this economy nowadays. And i got to admit, I have bought two very expensive concert tickets the other day. I, I bought tickets to Kiss, which yep. were oh, about $180 each. And right. I also bought to Elton John, which was $250 each, just to get a wow. good seat for Elton John. Yeah. yeah. I, I I thought, no way. Elton John's coming back and he's doing this farewell tour. I've got to see him just one last time. He, I love Elton John. I think he's great. I've never seen him, but, so, yeah. But the point is, <clears throat> that's about as far as I'm willing to go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's about as far as I'm willing to go. I've got a mate of mine who, like, I was talking to him the other day and he saw that a show he wanted to see was $130. He said, ah, oh, stuff that. He told yeah. me he was paying, you know, 20 bucks to go see bands in Sydney and stuff. And I thought, well, that's great. You know, that's good. Mm. But yeah. And look, Bruce has come out and, and, and his manager has defended it and said, look, not everybody's getting charged this amount. This is all a bit of a blow up, less than 1%. But still it's but. out there. Yeah, it's a big but, you know. Yeah, he said, I, I suspect, you know, mid-200s is the price you would pay to go and see someone like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. And my take is, yes, that's true. There are people out there who want to spend $1,000 to go see a, a band or, or whatever. But then you've got someone like Ed Sheeran who will only charge $140 hmm. thereabouts because his belief is, why should some rich kid get to be able to pay yeah. to stand in front of me. Everyone should be able to come and see me and yeah. and enjoy the show, you know, and, you know, so everyone's going to have a different philosophy on it. 
I'm sure Bruce has enough money. Who's making the money from <laughs> these tickets? It's it's a bit, uh, yeah. I I, I think I'd, I'd like to know the legal legality of it in America because I know in Australia, if you, you know, like you said, you know what you're getting because. I think in Australia, the law is if there's the price on it, that is the price you pay. You should never pay any more than what is printed mm-hmm. unless the dynamic pricing changes oh, printed online, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it would print up as that's how much you paid for your ticket, so to speak. $4,000. <laughs> I'm scared it's going to come for the big acts. Yeah, I mean, I'm worrying. Gonna... Mm, I am. I mean, and it... it Bruce is an artist I've seen every time he's come to Australia and it's making me now think, mm, you won't do it. You're gonna do that, you're gonna do that to us, Bruce, here in Australia. You know, whoever the ticket person is. And the ticket company's going, This is awesome. Covering mm. their hands with glee and going, ah. <laughs> but not but not thinking long term. That's not not thinking long term. Because it'll make it people won't buy tickets, which means they won't bands from overseas. It already costs a lot of money for them to come over here anyway. It's such a far, mm. far away place for everybody. So if they're not going to sell tickets before they get here, they'll just have to cancel the tour. You know what I mean? Yeah, exa- so yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. It's, yeah, it's stupid. Absolutely stupid. So, yeah. But my one of the things is I remember um, when the Eagles did their reunion tour many years ago, the Hell Freezes Over tour, and they were the first mm. ones to charge 500 bucks a ticket or something like that yep. many people said oh that's outrageous 500 a ticket that's outrageous and yet they were the first tickets to sell out yeah were the 500 dollar one i'll admit I, I paid 500 us for to, to see van halen when they reunited in 2007 with david roth playing madison square garden so i was willing wow. to do so because you never yeah, expect yeah. to see them again you know and I was living in London at the time, so it was an airfare, a combination, everything for me. But I was, I was willing to see them with David Roth. So I paid five hundred bucks VIP front row, as in the front eleven rows. That was the price and the ticket uh, space. So I did that, being a huge fan of Van Halen. Um, depending on who you are, but in general, they can't keep VIP tickets are different. You know, yeah, I agree. You know what I agree. you're paying for. You know, you know what you're mm. paying for. You know what you're getting. You get your gift bag and all that kind of stuff. It's not a matter of thinking you're going to pay $200 for a ticket and by the time you go through, they'll check out. It's five, $600, do you know what I mean? Which is what so, I think, yeah, some people are yeah, worried about. That. Yeah, worried you're right. You're, you're, you're absolutely correct. That is a worry. I hope they don't introduce it, but I just got a feeling someone's going to try it on. Someone yeah. will try it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, When it does, we'll let you know, right? Yeah, <laughs> when we it does happen, because yeah. these are the things we, we keep on top of. Yeah. We keep on top of. Um. Talking of the other last podcast, we talked about Pantera, and we do know mm. obviously that we do know who's playing. We mentioned it last time Jack Wild and um, mm-hmm. Charlie, Charlie Benante. Benante. Um, my concern back then, I just want to touch base quickly on this because um, I wasn't a big fan of Zach Wild being chosen. I have very uh, many uh, issues with that scenario. Um, mm-hmm. Two things I've I've thought about since then, which has been over a couple of weeks now. Um, yep. I saw an interview with Zach Wild discussing his um, new role in Pantera or for Pantera. And he did say that when he goes and plays for Aussie after a long time hiatus away from Aussie, he goes away, sits in his room and learns the songs like he didn't, he didn't know them originally. So he'll go learn them 
you know, note for note, just like we all did when we were kids in bands. You know, you sit yeah, down with yeah. your book, sit down with your CD, whatever it is, and you learn the songs. And he said when he used to play for Ozzy after he had played for him a long time, he would go away, sit down, and learn the songs to the best he could to get the right sound and everything, which gave me a bit of faith because he mentioned I'll be doing the same thing with Pantera. Great. Couldn't be happier to hear that because I, I do believe Pantera is one of those bands where they rely so much on the guitar sound um, mm. and what Dime did. And if you don't have it, it's going to miss some kind of like um, dynamic in the, in the music. The other thing I want to talk about quickly is I did go back and there's a lot of video clips on YouTube of Bill and Selmo and the Illegals playing songs or Slayer playing songs and they might do a quick Pantera tune, you know, and they might mm-hmm. bring out Zach Wilde or they might, bring, you know, whatever it is, or Black Label Society might play and Phil comes out and sings a song with them. Mm-hmm. And my concern, again, was every time he plays a Pantera stuff with these other bands, there's two or three guitar players, not just him. And the essence in Pantera was a one guitar player band. So I would hate to see Pantera come out with Zach and someone else playing rhythm oh, or something. Yeah. Because you're going to make people really angry. But I just don't still think Zach has the ability to be in a band with one guitar. And that's my biggest concern now. Every time I've watched it, they've all been two or three people on stage playing guitar with Zach and he's just doing his soloing stuff. I'm more concerned now than I was before. But that's my issue with that. So let's see how we go. I hope I'm proven wrong. I hope he learns Dimebag, as a one guitar player. Yeah, Daryl was one of you know was one of those players like Mick Mars from Hotly Crew. Yep. One guitarist is all you need. Yep. Eddie Van Halen. There's so many of them Eddie around. Man. Yep, yep. One get and I'm it. I'm the guitarist. Well, yep. technically though, when Sammy joined the band, um, oh hello. Wow, that's that came right through the speakers. That did. <laughs> yeah, um, when, when Sammy joined, when the, band. joined the band. He did provide that second guitar that Eddie was kind of after. He wanted a bit of yeah, a but that was also because synth. he was also going away from the synth for side the piano. So yeah, you had the guitar player. So it would work both ways, and he's already proven himself anyway. You know what I mean? You know what's going to be a biggest worry for the Pantera one? What? what if there's a synth player in the group? <laughs> Don't do it. You're jinxing them I... already. I, what do you? What do you mean, me? <laughs> yeah, right. If you know that there's either a synth player off stage, like Ozzy used to have, yeah, yeah, yeah. synth player off stage or under the stage or something like that. Because here's another thing: it's not so much. I, I mean, Benente's a really cool drummer. Uh, I, I do like what he does on um, Anthrax, but those things that Vinnie Paul used to do with the, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. You can use that. You can use a trigger for those things, and uh, you can, you can for sure. You know? And that's um, some of those things, yeah. And and Vinnie Paul, remember, had such an incredibly unique kit. Remember, he had his kit was those monster, um, not high but um, big long bass drums, almost yeah, like yeah, a cannon, yeah. almost just just like shoot the yeah. sound out at you. You know, it's it's see, it's it's a unique thing. What what they're replacing, it. I know we only wanted to touch on this briefly, but what they're replacing, Chris, and this is what I said to you initially, yeah, is yeah. It, it's such a unique 
thing that those two brothers had, yeah. the sound that they created. Sure, I'm, I'm sure there is a Pantera tribute band out there that is killing it with that sound. There is. But demons you're by talking about... Driven. Driven, what yeah. called? Driven by Demons. Sorry? Far Beyond Driven. Is that what they're called? No. Uh, demons Be Driven. Demons Be Driven. Oh, De- demons Be Driven. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but when you're looking at Zach and Charlie Benton, they are two artists who have their own particular style. Mm-hmm. Playing, presentation, everything like that. It's a different dynamic. It is. Aims to be seen. Watch this space. Watch this space. Because <laughs> um, Chris will yeah. go on a dynamic pricing ticket to go and buy tickets. <laughs> $5,000 to see Pantera. Oh, Jesus. If you had to pay that to see Pantera, Chris, I would not. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't do it. But yeah, another bit of news we discussed last podcast was about Nita Strauss. After eight years yeah. of uh, playing guitar with Alice Cooper, she's quit. And we didn't know mm. at the time who she was going to go to. It did say in her post on Instagram that she was on a flight going to her new um, job, I guess you could say. Uh, she mm. cancelled her own uh, solo acts in the festivals. And, mm. But I think after we recorded that, we mentioned Judas Priest and also we mentioned Evanescence because Evanescence had just the, sacked their... the two acts, yes. Yeah, had their, um, sacked their female guitar players. We thought maybe mm. she was going there. The next day, we saw the news... And we both cried our eyes out and went, what are you doing? But she's now well, playing like with Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Lovato. Demi Lovato. Yes. Now, I think the song's really quite a catchy. I really like it's a very pop punk sort of thing. Yeah. But wow, was that where you expected her to go? Never in my wildest. Thoughts. I don't think never, anyone never, expected never. this. No. But I saw the song and it's, it's like, you know, Nita's doing her... Well, she's not even really being very neat as Strauss. It's like she's just playing this. She's a high guitar head. Pot. Yeah, she's a high guitar head. It, and it's an all-female group. That's what mm-hmm. Demi has put together. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast, but I think I, I spoke to my daughter about it. And I think I'm wondering if it was like a... Um, for, for Nita, it was for a, a female empowerment thing of joining an all-girl group with a very popular female pop artist playing predominantly to an like an inspirational thing for a female audience, so to speak. Yeah. Because, you know, Nita's Nita's amazing. And she you know what? She's probably been playing to 60-year-old and 50-year-old <laughs> blokes for long enough. A couple of young people, maybe she wants to reach out and and, and connect with that younger audience. Yeah. Because she has an incredible presence on social media. She does um, very much so. Yeah, very much so for her guitar playing and for her fitness. Yeah, true. There's a lot of people following her for her fitness regime. Mm. And I'm wondering if this is, you know, longevity in the business. Will she be known as, you know, a person who, um, you know, played with Alice Cooper or she's going to forge out and she has her own solo stuff, but I, I think it's a connection with a younger crowd. Yeah. Be perfectly. Um- my thoughts on this since this happened and my shock kind of got dissipated. My thoughts on this is this. <laughs> my shock dissipated. Chris, it makes it sound like Chris, you had to have a lie down. I did. I think you, I think you did. I did. I did. <laughs> so she was finishing a tour with Alice Cooper. The next Alice Cooper mm. tour was, I think, in October. So she yep. had some spare time. 
Yep. To get a call, and I think they're doing 20-something dates with, with Demi. Um, yes, yes. She was already there, I believe. So she was already in the area. Are they playing mm. Europe or I America? Think so, yeah, yeah. yeah I think America first. America first, yeah. So she's got 22 dates with Demi. She's going get, to get paid a shitload of money. You know what I mean? Compared yeah, yeah, to what exactly. she probably would have got sitting around doing nothing because that's what her next job was, to wait till the next mm. Alice job. She's been offered yep. this job. And like you said, she's a, she is the first female guitar player to be to have a Ibanez signature series guitar. And there's wow. all these young girls watching um, her play with Alice um, mm. and they see her in the, in the Instagram and everything else she does and mm. they've been influenced by her, but they probably never go see Alice. But now she can get, they can go see her play with her own signature and see what a female artist can do this mm. day and age and amazing as she mm. is and a shredder that she is and solo and music. She's captivating this whole new audience, like you said before, of a younger generation who will go see Demi and go, wow, look at the guitar player. Who is she? They'll start Googling her and they'll see what she's doing. Mm. Influence these young girls. So I can't ever think that she's done the wrong thing. No. Yes, the shock was there, but for her as a guitar player, she's been paid to play guitar, which is what every guitar player and every musician wants to do, get played. We all know Nuna Benecourt played for Rihanna for a while, you know. Um, yeah, that's he what was, he did too, yeah. He did play for Rihanna. So you take it when you can get it. And she's got 22 gigs now playing with someone to a whole fresh new audience. I think it's actually a really good thing and a good step forward for her. Because when I, she I releases think- a new solo album... It yeah. should sell a lot more than the last one did. You know what I mean? I think I've, I think you completely hit the nail on the head there. I really do. I, as I said, I can't hate it. I think she's made a very smart decision. There's yeah. all these people, but those people are never going to go and see Alice Cooper. No, they're never they're never going to see it. But yeah. they'll go and see Demi Lovato. And as you yeah. said, if she gets if she encourages a couple of girls out there to pick up guitars and start rocking out, and may and maybe just maybe the next big rock star. Is a woman, yeah, yeah. You know, like how good would that be? Oh, great! Well, I'm I'm reading an article. I don't know if I tagged you on it. Um, it's on a lot of things where Phil Collin from Def Leppard has said there's no there's no star power anymore in in the new rock bands. There's lots of new rock bands, but there's no star power mm. like you know, um, in like Def Leppard, you know, and Metallica and Guns and Roses and Foo Fighters. You know, they were yeah. the big bands you mentioned. Maybe it's going to come from. Maybe it might come from somewhere else. Maybe, yeah. maybe it will. We, it we don't be. know. Yeah, we we um, never, no one saw Nirvana coming. Put it that way. No one ever saw that coming. It's true. So, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, good on her. Um, I think she's done a really good move for herself, and she's getting paid for another twenty-two shows, which she would have been not doing. And these young girls who follow her in the track, they'll buy her solo albums, and they'll be mm. sitting there learning the songs like we all did with Metallica songs and other bands that we used to sit and watch. And that's what you want. You want the music to continue. If it comes from Demi, so be it, you know? So anyway, good on her. You made me feel good, Chris. That, that, that's what I said. <laughs> this show's about love. There's no hate today. There's no hate. Well, speaking of love, <laughs> we were going to touch on this a while back because the news did come out, but you know these guys better than I do. The Guns N' Roses support acts. Yes. They're coming to oh. Australia. The Chats and Cosmic Psychos. <laughs> now I want to go to the show. <laughs> You're going, aren't you? Um, yeah, I, I haven't have, got yeah. my tickets yet, but I could just imagine. 
Yeah, I haven't got mine yet. I I, I think it'd be great though. Well, I'm I'm thinking about it because of the footage I've seen, Gunners have been killing it wherever yeah. they play. Axel's yeah. voice has been a little funny, but I think he's had a bit of an illness, but it doesn't seem to matter. There it's it he seems to be performing, even if his voice isn't on song, he seems to be really giving it, which is great to see from, from yeah, all of yeah. them really it's a thoroughly yeah. professional outfit but um Absolutely. the chats boy boys from the sunshine coast uh, i think it'd be great to hear a couple of you know 20 30,000 people singing i'm on smoko so leave me alone <laughs> back at them and ah uh, the cosmic psychos I'd love to see them in a stadium do a nice day to go to the pub oh yeah, and, yeah. you know and being Australian punk bands, and I, I got the feeling Duff may have had something to do with the um, cosmic psycho. The choice of both acts, because yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, yeah, Duff being the resident punk of Guns and Roses, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, I reckon he's probably he's probably mates with them <laughs> more, than, yeah. more like he's probably mates with the psychos. The psychos, as you probably know from their docker, are mates with everybody. Everyone knows oh, yeah. who they are. Absolutely, you know. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm really, I, I we, we didn't get to mention it after we finished the last episode. I was really, ah, but yeah, I want to yeah. say, I am excited for them. I'm excited for the show. I think that's fantastic for all involved. The more people who get to know the chats, I mean, their latest single is I've been uh, drunk in every pub in Brisbane. Uh, it goes for a minute and a half. So I don't know, you can't list all the Brisbane pubs, but they're a classy act, you know, pub feed, Smoko, just great two minute punk songs. Delivered well, yeah. fantastic. I'm, I'm all for them. I'm really excited for those guys, and I'm excited for the shows. I think it's going to be great. Absolutely. Yeah, maybe we should get them on our show. Oh, it'd be good to get the chats or the psychos. Yeah, the psychos are good. That'd be hmm. good. One. Let's try. Let's, Let's try. try. Let's try. Um, another thing we have both taken each other in. Actually, I watched it, and then you tagged me about it. Was back to Metallica. I'm sorry, people, but Man Alive this blew me away. They played. Oh, look, why, why? They the look, Chris. Don't apologise. They are literally the biggest band in the world. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, Why not? June fifteen, they played Copenhagen, and Denmark, mm-hmm. and they played mm-hmm. the song "Bleeding Me," which we've had discussed in the past. We both love the song off, off mm. one of those old albums that people don't like, but we do uh, love. Oh, "Bleeding Me" is on load, isn't it? Yeah, 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 load. And yeah. I'll tell you right now, I sat there watched it the other day on YouTube, and. I was just blown away. I've been blown away by them a lot lately, but to mm. see them play that kind of song with that kind of like really slow tempo and the and it's just mm. a real it's a real singing um, verse kind of like lyrical mm. song, and he mm. he just got it down pat hundred percent, you know. And I I thought it was oh, amazing I... to watch him sing that and the whole mm. band play it as well as they did. I was actually just. Oh, I loved every minute of it. So, yeah, I just think, oh, wow, amazing. And I, I said the same thing. I looked and went, wow. Yeah. Where These guys have just gone to this other level, which is, you know, yeah, I just say, wow, you know, how, how is that insanely possible? But as I said to you, many podcasts, and I've mentioned this many times on our show, when they were going to come out here for Hardwired before James pulled out, I remember watching the footage from Europe and thinking, I'm not buying into this. There's something not right. It just doesn't feel right. Watching yeah. this footage now, I'm like, holy crap. Mm. When are these guys coming back? Because there is some, they are, they're on something at the moment and it's 
it's great. They're, they're, they're on top of the world. They're playing well. They're performing well. They're clearly happy in a great space. Keep going, guys. Keep going. You're doing it right, you know? And the other thing we were going to talk about was their ticket sale surprised both of us. Yes. They have released uh, information the other day, which we both tagged each other in, and um, mm. the new data shows that Metallica have sold more tickets than Taylor Swift and Beyonce combined. Yeah, I which know. surprised me, to be honest. But when you think about their um, longevity, I'm not really thinking, okay, surprised, but they were number six um, on the top ticket sales of all time. Yeah. Which was pretty remarkable. Um, I'll give you a quick. The top number one selling artist with ticket sales was U2. Not surprised. Not, Not surprised. surprised there. Number no, two no. surprised me. Who's that? Remember who? Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, yes. That surprised I saw me. That. <laughs> I don't Dave even know Matthews if it was played Band. here. Oh, you know, when they, they're, they're one of those weird bands that. Massive in America. They are absolutely yeah. enormous in America. But outside of America, no one gives no one a crap about them. Yeah. I think the one time they played in Australia or something like that, they played at Byron Bay Blues Fest and they weren't even the headlining act. Yeah. They were like down the list somewhat. Well, I love but, them. Know, I've, got, I've got a bunch of their albums, but man, alive, I was surprised to see them in number two. Number three, Rolling Stones. Not surprised. Not surprised. <laughs> Not surprised. But I am surprised. The Rolling Stones were under Dave Matthews. They um, just goes to show how big, you know what? That just goes to show that there's still some surprises in the world and there's some people yeah. out there, you know, obviously there's there's acts out there that that are huge in America or even in their own their own market, but outside of the rest of the world, no one no one cares. Yeah. It's, it's strange, but it impresses me and I like it, you know. It's really yeah. cool. And, and number was Bruce Springsteen and E Street Band. Not surprised. Number five was Elton John. Yep, not surprised. <laughs> and number six was Metallica. So Metallica, wow. And then Bon Jovi, Billy Joel, and a bunch of other people going all the way through. But yeah, I, I was actually, ACDC is actually 22. Taylor Swift's 31. I'm surprised that that's so low. I'm, so, I'm, I'm actually surprised ACDC is so low, but I'm, that's probably down to the fact that they don't tour as much as Elton John does. Elton John is always touring. I'm, I'm, yeah. Even this farewell tour of his, he, I think it'll, he'll keep going until he, he can't, you know, Kiss don't stop playing shows. Mm. Metallica, even if they're not releasing records, they don't stop touring. They just keep playing shows. So, but ACDC only really tour yeah. once every few years when they release well, Kiss, a record. Kiss are number 30. Another thing that surprised me was ZZ Top. They're 35 and they are 36, and they are above bands like Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, Pink. Yeah. You know, they just, that surprised me. I went and saw oh, ZZ Top play at Southport RSL, and it was yeah. 300 people there. You know, that but really it, surprised it, me. Once, once again in America, ZZ Top, man. Huge. Z, huge, huge in America. And uh, Pink, but if, you know, if they changed that and said the biggest selling artist in Australia, of course, I think Pink is like the... Oh, yeah. She's got records Pink. everywhere. Oh, here in Australia, yeah. She's huge in this country. And then you have someone like Van Halen, 53 they are. 
Um, they're okay. another band very similar to Dave Matthews. They had a massive big following in, in America and toured America that many times, but didn't really go anywhere else, you know? So um, no, to be they... in the top is actually pretty good for them. And plus there was a period too when Van Halen stopped. Yeah. Oh, and then started. Because sure. if, you, if, you, if you look at things like, like Bon Jovi is another one. They don't stop. They yeah. don't. John. They keep going. They just keep touring. Um, yeah. Yeah. Bon Jovi yeah, seven below Metallica. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they just don't stop. You know, you're always hearing about them on tour. You know, when they they crisscross America, go to Europe, then back to America. You know, it's yeah. it's how they're making their money now, I suppose. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. Um, getting short on time, but there's a bit of new music out there at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think of the new Slipknot music? The Dying Song, which is um, t- uh, out already. There's a new one I just saw a moment ago called Yen, which I've not heard yet. But what do you think of the no, Dying Song? The uh, it's, look, I don't like the chorus that much, but I, I, I like it. It's a Slipknot song, like the yeah, Chapel yeah. Town rag. I, I like <laughs> it. It's, you know, it's, it, it, you know, it, 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 it. once again, Slipknot are a band that, but I don't think they brought out a truly great song for a while, mm-hmm. but they've had some good ones. There's been some really, really good ones, um, and I'm, I'm always keen for Slipknot. You know, I I read somewhere once there are there's no other band in the world like Slipknot, and I have to agree. You know, it's like sometimes those unique bands come out that sort of take you and go, "Wow, where where did this come from? How does it work?" When you really mm. think about it, you know the, the the same. Well, you know, keeping nine or eight guys in in a band, making it sound coherent. I mean, really, when you think about it, that much noise and making it sound coherent yeah. is is a thing. You know, it's it's a real skill, and the fact that they've been able to maintain it whilst keeping the core members of the band together. I mean, they've lost a few here and there. Two, is it only? Um, lost Paul Gray. He died. Joey left before he died. Um, haven't they? Didn't they? Rep- haven't they got a new um, percussionist? Oh, have Taco, they yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a new percussionist, I believe. Right. Um, they do have a new bass player. They they went for a while without having a bass player. Obviously, he was off stage. Like the keyboard player yep. is going to be for Pantera. He was off stage. <laughs> and the second and third guitar players. Keep an eye on that one. Keep it oh, I will be. Oh, I will be. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fine. It's a Slipknot song. It's fine. Um, the thing about Slipknot is they've never, you know, they, they produce some really great stuff, but I don't think they've ever produced that really great thing. But there's still some good stuff. Like, um, yeah. oh, um, Wait and Bleed. Not Wait and Bleed. Um, Before I Forget. It's one of my all-time favorite songs. So, you right. know, yeah. 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 Um, that's about it really for today, but we do want to touch on one thing before we do go. Um, what's that? Subscribers, I've been looking at oh, numbers subscribe. and Facebook. We had 237 followers on our Facebook page, which I don't really do too much on, to be honest. I'm more mm. of an Instagram person than YouTube, but I went and I looked at the Facebook and 237 followers. So if you are a follower on our Facebook page, can you please go across to YouTube? And if you do have an Instagram please. account, also go there. Yeah. But YouTube, please subscribe because we're just over 40. I think it's 42 or whatever it is. I can't remember. But have a look at our YouTube page. Please subscribe. 
doesn't cost you anything. It just means that when we do a new show, and at the moment they're not coming out every week like they were for a while, they are going to pop up here and there. So because of our time, we're trying yeah. every fort. We're trying every fortnight. We really trying. are. We're trying yep. every fortnight. Um, but yeah, yes. Please subscribe. Please. Um, mm. Like I said, it doesn't cost you anything. It just means when you open up YouTube, where they are. And you can see that we've got a new show to watch. Can we use um, this as a thumbnail, please? Can we go? And that's our <laughs> thumbnail? Because I've seen some thumbnails of me and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I try to pick the best ones of me, but not you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, please do that. And um, it will really help us out. Um, and we do apologise that we can't be here every week. It's just, it is work and it is life and going away on holidays. I know you went away a while for that fact. Mm. I went away this weekend to a place called The Farm where our child, Diesel, my son, Diesel, rode a horse for the first time and got to feed all these animals and everything. Oh, did it was like, great did to you have see. a good time? Had a great time. Have a good... And it was right, in the middle of nowhere and it was actually just a fire pit and marshmallows and chilled out in the countryside. It was really good. Um, that sounds awesome. Yeah, we do need that sometimes. So that's what it was. Um, mm. Yeah, but please subscribe on our YouTube channel if you are watching or uh, looking at our information on Facebook. Um, and that's oh. it pretty much for the day. So thank oh. you very much for watching again. Any last thank you, words, everybody. Dan? Hey, what's that? Any last words? Uh, not today, Chris. Not today. That's my last words. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, everybody. Have a good afternoon and uh, we'll see you next Evening. time on the Music Bar Podcast, episode 40 next time. Oh, oh, 40. Um, 40 coming subscribe, up. Subscribe, subscribe, like, the bell, all the stuff. Thank you. See you guys.